Hello, and welcome to the Minted Genius Podcast. My name is Leela, and I'm happy to be with you today as we celebrate creativity, human ingenuity, and mint our genius like raw gold into precious coins of achievement. I've talked before about discipline, persistence, and the importance of figuring out a way to keep going, even when things are hard. And there is one exception to that, and that occurs when you find yourself flying through the air because you've had a misstep on a broken sidewalk, and all of a sudden the ground just flies out from underneath you, and next thing you know, you're down on the concrete, calling 911 and waiting for the ambulance. And that was certainly my experience a few months ago. I was rolling along. I had just finished my novel. I was ready to, you know, go out in the world with it, working on my query letter for agents, learning all about that part of it. And for everything that I thought I knew, it turns out I didn't quite know everything that I did need to know. And so I'm constantly learning. But at that particular point, everything ground to a halt. At the worst possible time, just when I really felt like I just had to get out there with the novel, had to get it out as quickly as possible, timing was everything. All of a sudden, I was completely blocked. And instead of feeling that sense of reward, that surge of excitement, that sense of achievement, all of a sudden, I felt cursed. And it's a really, really hard thing to feel. And at that particular moment, there's only one thing you can do. And I'm sure you've all been there at one time or another in your life where everything just feels like it's going wrong. And usually when it's one thing, it has a domino effect that leads to other things. And so, like I said, there's only one thing to do when you're in that situation. You have to lie to yourself. There's no point admitting that things are just impossible and awful and horrible unless you also have a mechanism inside of yourself that can flip the switch and say, yes, but... Yes, but. And so when I found myself feeling as broken as my ankle, I came to the point where I realized that if I didn't do something immediately, I was going to spiral down and lose a tremendous amount of momentum. And so even though I was completely frustrated and angry and in pain, I made this very conscious decision to start reminding myself that maybe this break will lead to a breakthrough. Maybe I need a time to reflect. Maybe this, maybe that. I just kept coming up with great maybe um, what-if scenarios that showed a potentially positive reason for why I was going through what I was going through. And as much as I stubbornly did not believe any of those positive things at that time, slowly over time, incrementally, good things began to occur. I began to have progress. I began to heal. And even though the healing process wasn't perfect, it never really is. It tends to be a few steps back before you can take more steps forward. That's pretty common within the healing process. Um, I began to heal on more than just one level. It was more than my ankle that was healing throughout this process. And so I was really struck by the fact that, you know, in time, over time, we came to this, you know, sort of bizarre idea as a culture that the um, word for crisis in Chinese actually uh, was danger meets opportunity. And it turns out that's not actually true. Um, There's, you know, debate about that. There's, it's, you know, crisis, yes, but more it's perhaps crisis meaning a change point. Crisis meaning meaning, um, something that is crucially changing and shifting. And that's exactly how I felt at that particular time. But for the longest time, when we were all telling each other, hey, the word for, you know, crisis in Chinese means means danger meets opportunity, many of us believed that and rolled up our sleeves in the midst of, you know, crisis and 
got through it. And it's because we believed, even if it wasn't true. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people work with affirmations because by being able to tell themselves, you know, this too shall pass, even when they don't feel that way, or, you know, great things are coming, even when they don't feel that way, by creating that really lie, <laughs> um, you know, if we're, we're honest, it's a lie, but that lie turns out to be something that can become true the more that we push into reinforcing it. And the reason that's really important when you're attempting to make your genius is because the number of setbacks that can occur, as you can clearly see from my own life and the setbacks that I deal with, uh, can rob you of the belief that you're meant to do something that you actually really want to do. How many times have people given up with obstacles and say, well, it wasn't meant to be? You know, it has to take a hurricane. It has to take a tsunami. It has to take a lot before I will get to a point where I'll say it wasn't meant to be on something that I deeply love. I mean, I wouldn't give up on a person I love, um, you know, unless they break up with me first, which happens to be the story of my life. But that's a whole other podcast. Uh, anyways, I wouldn't give up on a person that I love. So why would I give up on something that I love to do or something that I feel compelled to do, like writing, like, you know, like continuing to express myself in this way, even though it has been profoundly imperfect, uh, given the unexpected hi hiatus. And during that hiatus, I must say, I was incredibly thrilled and grateful to see so many people tuning in from around the world and listening into this podcast clicking on it instead of tuning in, obviously, it's, you know, 2020 and 2021 soon as well. So at that particular point, I realized that, you know, people from around the world were listening to, to encouragement, were listening to the words that I was trying to come across about, even though it's a pandemic, even though we're in crisis, we can still find ways to incrementally move our talent forward until we can finally leap again. And I had to practice what I preached in this whole process when I was in my own, you know, in bed, can't move crisis, I had to think about the questions I was asking myself and make sure they, they were positive, like the episode on questions, which I think is episode four. I had to think about tools of the trade. I had to think about mindset. Even when I felt like I couldn't write, I still had the notebook beside me just in case. I had the laptop nearby just in case. And the moment that I could reposition myself and move forward again, I did. And one of the things that I realized was that when we're talking about the things that are crucial and important, of course, being healthy is important. That's part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, it starts with foundational needs like food and shelter, um, you know, the, the pure survival needs. And it goes into the sense of safety and the sense of being loved and belonging. And as it moves up, it gets eventually to esteem and self-actualization. And esteem and self-actualization are positioned at the top of the peak as though we have to climb a mountain to get them. And that's ridiculous because really we need to flip that. We need our esteem and we need to feel good about ourselves, especially when we're lacking, you know, things that are fundamental to our happiness and our emotional survival. And so like anything, like anything that we absolutely will need in a crisis, we have to, you know, crisis manage. We have to be able to be strong enough in ourselves by the time crisis hits that when we lose all of our inner resource state, when we lose all of the feelings that would normally help us get through it, we have to have at least had in place prior to that some kind of understanding about how much more we are worth than what we're experiencing when things go wrong. If you can hear the siren outside my window right now, <laughs> I feel it's the perfect backdrop <laughs> to everything that I'm saying. 
Because when we look at the last thing we think about sometimes is our own esteem, and yet it's the first thing we need when anything goes wrong. And so this whole idea of lying to ourselves, <laughs> just like we kept telling everybody, hey, the, you know, the word in uh, Chinese for crisis means danger meets opportunity, just like that turned out to be untrue, all the while that we were using that imagery to get ourselves to keep going, to believe, to, you know, to roll up our sleeves and meet that crisis head on, all of that is what we need on a virtually daily basis, little tiny reminders that we're amazing, we're wonderful, we can step up. And when we don't feel like that, we have to remind ourselves this too shall pass. Your power will return, your, your sense of worth will return. And that's really crucial for anyone that's an artist or an athlete or an entrepreneur and athletes and dancers in particular know more than anyone what it's like to have to come back from an injury and the roadway is not just you know um, learning to run again it's not just learning to you know jump again it's also learning to believe you're a winner again you know to think I can get back in the race and for anyone who's listening right now I just want you to know that you being able to get back in the race, stay in the race, win the race, actually matters to me. When I see people listening from all over the world and I think about how much I really want to see everybody reach their actualization and their full potential. One thing that I have come to understand over and over again is that we do that partly by realizing we're already amazing and reinforcing that even when we're bedridden. Already amazing already successful, already doing good in the world, already lifting people with our presence, already, you know, being imperfect in the world as well. And perhaps, you know, <laughs> learning lessons about ourselves that aren't always what we want to learn. But at the end of the day, the leap forward doesn't always come from already being on top and just leaping to the next peak. It's nice when we get there. But oftentimes the leap forward is because we've fallen down the mountain, halfway down, and have to pull ourselves back up. And so for anyone in that situation, or anyone who's simply at the top and not necessarily feeling that they deserve it or they're worthy, just remember, we need to flip Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And instead of really believing that we need everything else before we can feel great about ourselves, let's make a pact to feel amazing about ourselves today, to acknowledge all we do, and to acknowledge that no matter what we feel, we're more, more, more than anything that we're going through, whether that's challenge or success, we're more, we're, we're priceless. And on that note, I wish you an incredible week ahead, minting your genius, making magic in however way you can, big or small, someone notices, someone sees. This is Leela for Minted Genius. Thank you for listening.